Honey, uh, I don't know if everybody's seen my little, go into my office on the desk and bring my little blue thing. You just bring told her to fish. sit down. Bring my yeah. little <laughs> Thank you, Jeannie. <laughs> he thinks I don't pay attention. <laughs> The Holy Spirit really prompted my heart this year, the beginning of this year, to uh, specify to people that <clears throat> you got to be. How many knows you hear a lot of voices out there? This is a fish, by the way, and I think you know the symbol of the fish. But <clears throat> somebody surprised me for Pastor's appreciation. Can you see it, Jeannie? Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> I don't know what it's and I, and I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. What God said, yes, I do know what it was. And I it was an impression on my heart and my spirit. But God said, you know, it's so easy to go along with the crowd. You know, we I know we was at the uh, grocery store ready and get in line and we always kick up a conversation <clears throat> with the people behind the counter. You got to kick up a conversation, and you never get a chance to talk about God. And right away, their conversation goes downhill. Oh yeah, but you know things are getting rough. Things are really bad. Oh my, and they, you know they really take the conversation downhill. And if you don't catch yourself, I said, if you don't catch yourself, you're saying, yeah, you're right. And you agree with them. And that's not what the Bible tells you to do as a believer. You're supposed to say, but God said. And then you give them Scripture. If you're a student of the Word, that's what you do. And be bold. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Be bold. Ask God to help you be bold. <clears throat> and tell it like it is. We, we've had people that got mad at us. we got people that never bothered with us anymore because they didn't like what you said. They called you fanatics. They called you nuts. They called you lunatic. Holy roller, crazy, all, all kind of names. They give you all kind of names because you would talk faith. And you tried to talk faith because that's what you were taught. And when you were taught faith, it worked. Faith works. If you have real biblical faith, it works. But you got to focus in the Word of God. You can't say, I have faith, and then say, yeah, but. No, that ain't going to work. You just negated your faith that you spoke. When you speak the word, you got to stand on that. You got to believe that with all your heart. You can't lean on circumstances and all the things that's going on. I have to laugh, you know, during this election thing. Now I'm not allowed to stand up here. There you go. <laughs> You're clear now. So what I'll do is I'll get I'll get out from behind there, and I can't be accused. Of, I can't be accused of. I'm a lifelong Republican, so I'm not going to tell you who I'm voting for, okay? <laughs> but you know, the, the Christian folk, we need to really 
not focus just on the candidate. We need to focus on the candidate's platform, what they believe, what they're standing for. If you're a Christian, you should not be for murdering over 70 million babies. I don't care what you call it. I don't care what nobody else called it. Murder. The Bible calls it murder. But God said. God said it's murder. And anybody that their heart is that callous. When I look at the our, 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 my new little sheep back there I dedicated a couple weeks ago. And she's just the cutest thing. And I say, how in God's name can people lay something like that out on a slab? They work with it. Get it to breathing, get it to live, get its hands to moving, and then they kill. Now give me a break. Give me a break. We need to be smarter than that. We need to be above that. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. You've got to be so careful. And I used to have people lambast me all the time on the job I worked on. And of course you have to straighten them out because they always go deep-ended, you know, about different doctrines and stuff that you talked about and and you know you're just trying to help people but the enemy people says what's wrong with people and I said the Bible says God said that he'll blind the minds of people so they do not understand the truth they will not come to the knowledge of the truth they hear you have to hear and you have to go away and you have to perceive if, if, if you're not a praying student of the Bible, you've got to pray. You've got to talk to the Father and ask the Father to interpret to you. Each one of us has to understand on different levels. And your prayer life, if it's shallow, <clears throat> you'll just walk in the same old way. Ten years from now, nothing will change. But you start lifting yourself up with a hunger and a thirst. I had a hunger and a thirst for the Bible because... I was not raised this way. I was raised religiously. I was raised in, uh, you know, in a, a denominational church, and it was all religious. <clears throat> and when I when I turned 13, 12, 13, my mom said she had to have me baptized. Well, what I understand when I studied, found out what baptism is. I wasn't baptized. I stood there, and the guy robe on and he's talking a bunch of Latin which I didn't even know what he was saying and sprinkled his hand in the bowl and sprinkled some water on my head. Right. And if I followed Jesus as my example, not an organ I don't want you I don't want you to even follow Jubilee. I want you to follow if I give you the true doctrine, that's what you follow. You follow the Christ that I follow. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. He told you that. Don't look to man. Don't follow no man. Man can make a mistake. Man can, man can enter into error. It don't mean you want to. I don't want to. That's not in my heart. I don't want to mislead people. That's, that's not my heart because I, I found the true way and I love the true way. It's not easy what I do standing up here and doing this and when you minister the truth. But I always go to the Word and I follow... Jesus' example, and they beat that man to death. I mean, they tongue-lashed him, they spit on him, they cussed him, they called him all kind of names. And I think, who am I? You know, and I, I hear stuff come back, and 
people's out there saying stuff about me that I preach this too much or I talk that too much or I do this too much and all that stuff and people get on the phone and they tell people and discourage people it's coming back it's been coming back I hear it, it comes through the grapevine and I hear it and I go away and I pray and I say father I'm no different I'm just a human being like Jesus you got to understand Jesus laid aside his deity he was not God when He came here. He stepped aside and became human. He stepped in His human thing so that He did anything that was common known to man. So people talk about you and people put you down and people lie about you. You should, you should go away in your prayer closet and you should weep. Because when Jesus hung on the cross, He said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. When people talk about you and say bad things about you or say things that's not true about you, you should weep for them because they don't, they don't realize the enemy has them in their clutches and he's deceiving them. And the enemy will get them to the point where he can take them out. And all kind of issues come up, pop up. Can somebody say amen to me this Amen. So you got to be cautious what I like to do is, is warn people. I, I love the gospel. I got peace. I got joy like a river inside of me. It's not doom and gloom. I'm not talking doom and gloom. Amen. I love what I do. When we went to have this logo drawn up and how it all came together, and I looked at the technology, how that God pushed all them buttons to come up with all them colors and all that design. He said, you want it straight, you want it curved, you want it this, you want it that. Everything I told him I wanted, he pushed a button and there it was. And I'm like, I'm standing there in awe, you know, I'm amazed at how they're doing that. But everything from day one that God laid on my heart to do, the finances are always there. God always lays it on people's heart. And we already got half of several hundred dollars that so we got two big ones goes on the windows out there since we got rid of the bookstore. And I, I, I told him I want a little one put on here the same way. They're beautiful. They're beautiful. They represent, you know, Jubilee. Jubilee is, back in Bible days, they blew the trumpet. They pointed the trumpet. I have one in my office here. They pointed it toward the heavens and they blew an astounding agreement. In other words, the clarion call that goes up into the heavenlies, the priest was saying, I agree, Jesus. I agree. I agree, Father. I agree with your word. I agree with what you say. I agree. I'm in agreement today. That's what we need to be. Not wishy-washy on the fence. Believe one thing today and then something else tomorrow. But to believe that you agree with God, that that's all that matters. And when you do, when you really walk close to Him, you're going to have you're going to have family turn against you. They did in the Bible. They turned against Jesus. They're going to turn against you. They're going to talk bad about you. They're going to hurt your feelings. Hello. Now everybody's sitting there looking at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. When I first got born again, because I knew nothing about it, my little Irish wife there, she kept inviting me to church, and they all was praying that I'd get saved. 
And she knew I wasn't saved. <laughs> they knew. And they all prayed that I'd get saved. Well, one time God set the trap. He baited the trap for me. She said, just one time. And you know, right away you think you start to fathom everything. Oh, what can one time hurt? They can't hex me for one time. But one time was all it took. When I got in the presence and the power of God that fell, God moved in my heart and God changed my life. In a moment of time, I was different. I was changed. I was so excited. I was enthused to be born again, to be God's child, to be going to heaven. When I could have missed all that. And I thought, well, the first thing I want to do is I want to go to my mom and dad's house. And I want to tell my mom. I'm going to tell mom I got born again. When I walked in, boy, I was all bubbling over and I was all excited and I was all happy. And I said, Mom, guess what happened? I got born again. Yep. And she was standing in the sink. She said, what are you, some kind of nut? Yeah, that's the kind of response you get. And boy, it's just like somebody sticks a knife in. Well, you really lost it now. <clears throat> See, because they're religious. And religion and relationship don't mix. I now have, I said, Mom, I've got a relationship with God now. I'm His, I'm his son now. <laughs> something happened to me. Something changed. I'm not the same anymore. She said, you changed all right. She said, something different. You know? She tried to put it all down. And I went away a little discouraged because I didn't understand as a new Christian. I thought everybody would receive you. You know, everybody. And the first day back to work, boy, I really got blown away. <laughs> I thought, because I was changed, everybody else would be changed. When I, <laughs> when I went into the shop on work, <laughs> nobody changed. I was going to want to change. Boy, I got slapped in the face. I mean, it really, it really took me back, you know. But to realize that God comes in your heart and how much you change. If you really love Him, if you really realize what you're really truly born again again. Jesus told Nicodemus, Christian ruler, He said, you're born of water and you're born of the Spirit. Now, how many knows the first thing that happens when that baby comes out there is a big gush of water? And mama says, my water broke. He was born of water, natural birth. It's talking about natural birth. But then you've got to be born of the Spirit. You've got to be spiritually reborn. And I, that happened to me. Brother, I mean things begin to change. Now, I was not perfect. None of us were perfect. Some of us still aren't. You still have little edges that need to be. God's working on those little edges. But as you go along, as you read the Word, as you get closer to God, closer to God, closer to God, you become more like Him. That's the thing. It's a heart thing. He said if your heart hungers, talking about your spirit, man, not that thing that beats blood. He's talking about your spirit, man, your inner core hungers more after Him. Your conscience will speak to you. And your conscience will tell you, don't do that. Don't say that. Don't hang with those people. That conscience will talk. And if he talks to me, he'll talk to any of you if you let him. Some of us try to hide it. And we act like God don't talk to us. I had one, one guy told me, he said, Pastor, I got something to say as after church. I said, that's all right. I like to hear what people have to say. He said, I don't quite agree with something you said today. I said, well, good. I got a lot of people don't agree, but that's okay. What do you have to say? He said, God don't speak to you. He don't speak to me. 
I said, God's speaking to you right now. I said, that's your problem. You just don't hear it. So many people get so distracted by so much. Shake all that off. Forget about it. Because if you get the spiritual concept, I'm not preaching to you now. This is just a sermonette. This won't cost you anything. <laughs> but I like it if they call me a lunatic. I know I'm doing something right because they called Jesus a lunatic. They told him he was mad. Told him he was crazy. Huh? So if they say it, don't get all hair lip. Don't get your flesh in a curl. Get over it. Get over it. The Bible says you're in the world, but you're not of it. you got to start stop living to start to stop. You ever start to stop? Start and stop living after yourself. Pull back your feet, tuck yourself in and just say, oh well. Smile, say bless you too. I have people cuss me out. Get all ugly and I'm just saying, that's all right. Bless you. Boy, they look at me like they can bite the end of my nose off. I said, bless you anyway. See, he said to bless those that curse you. God said, it's not, it's not what we want to do. See, that's a problem. A lot of people say, we, I can't do that, Pastor. You're only half right. You're not supposed to do it. It's Him in you, through you. It's His ability. It's the grace and ability of God that lets you do what you cannot do yourself. You understand that? <clears throat> and when you start witnessing for God and start telling people about your newfound faith and don't keep it all shut in a little corner to yourself, you'll find out how much blessing it is. Especially when you get out there in the corporate world and you start learning about talking to people. It's a blessing. You talk one-on-one. -on -one. And they'll say, you know, I believe you're talking just to me. I've been through that. I've been there. I know what that is. And you start talking to them about things. Huh? Now my dad, my dad, he went through a horrendous life. I mean, his, his whole life. My dad was a big, big, powerful man. I don't know what happened to me. I'm just a, He was a big, powerful man. And, and, and he had so many things, but he would not... He would not surrender to God. He fought God and fought God and fought God. In the last couple of years of his life, he was all, almost 80 years old. And he was all ate up with cancer. And he, he fought that thing for seven, eight, nine years. And God told us to start Jubilee. And I'm proud of that, if nothing else. I started Jubilee in the basement of our home. It was just a little bit bigger in this room here. It might have been a little wider. We had like a hundred people in there. When we started that, we started with like four. And me and my wife and my daughter and my granddaughter. She was my little, she's my little uh, offering girl. She come down. We had pictures of her coming down the aisle carrying the plate. She was only about that big. But it grew. It just grew. By word of mouth, we just preached the truth and told people, and they heard. They heard we met them out. They heard we're having church. I said, "How'd you hear? We just heard. We just heard." See, I believe the Lord was talking to people, and they heard. And people was coming from all. I never called one person. They just come, and you'll find out I won't call you. I'm not going to babysit you. That's not what God called me to do. My job is to feed you. If you're hungry, come, and God will feed you. I'm not going to sit on your doorstep. I'm not going to powwow you and all that kind of stuff. If you're hungry, 
If you're hungry, if you're hungry, the hunger will pull you. The hunger will build you. Amen? Amen. 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 How many believe we've got angels on a wheel sitting in them empty seats? You watch, God did it before he can do it again. See, I'll brag on him. It's not me. I'm just, I'm just a willing vessel. I love what I do. I love what I do. I love what I do. I was accused of being, this past week, accused of being about money. And I said, there ain't no, no person that preaches Longer or more than I did without money. This church never paid me for 20 years. I never took a penny from this ministry. I gave and gave and gave and gave and gave and gave. And I still give to help other people. But I was accused that I'm all about money. I don't know where they got that from. But the devil really likes to lie. But I don't believe that because I know better in my heart. I know that's not me. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad? <laughs> that's why you feel the presence of God the presence of God I want him here I don't care about nothing else I want him here Amen. and I was accused of not caring about people because of the coronavirus <laughs> they said you don't care about people or you wouldn't have them in there all you're worried about is money you just want money I, I don't you know it's amazing how the devil will spread lies if you doubt that, go to some of the different people that's been here a while and ask them how much I've helped them, how much I've been there for them, how much I've done for them. When I knew they needed help, we were there to help them. Because that's what God, that's what we started this ministry of helping the general public. And that's what we do when people come and we know, now I'm not a mind reader, but if, if you let me know you need some kind of help and you lose your pride, we'll help you. That's what we do. That's the thing we do. And I love, I love doing it. I love to bless people. I love to see people get out of the ditch and out of the gutter. Why? Because that's the kingdom I live in. How many of you live in that kingdom? Yes. Amen. We're a part of that kingdom. Stand and give him a praise today. Would you please? He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. 